Tomorrow's World Magazine, July 2022 issue. Feature article, A World Deceived, by Douglas S. Winnell. Read by William Williams. Article begins. Though many have viewed the Bible as simply a collection of myths and legends, this amazing book reveals why the world is the way it is and explains its future. Your Bible describes a powerful spirit being known as the great dragon, that serpent of old, called the devil and Satan, who deceives the whole world. Revelation chapter 12, verse 9. Scripture refers to this being by various other names as well, such as Lucifer and the evil one. Isaiah chapter 14, verse 12, and Matthew chapter 6, verse 13. Satan is also described as the god of this age, who has blinded human beings to the real source of truth. 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verses 3 and 4. As the ruler of this world, John chapter 14, verse 30, and the prince of the power of the air, Ephesians chapter 2, verse 2, Satan influences human thought processes by broadcasting his warped ideas, which unsuspecting people absorb and assume are their own. This is the ultimate source of the perversions that have influenced so many religions, ideologies, and cultures in our world. Since Satan is described as not only a murderer and a liar, but as the very father of lies, John chapter 8, verse 44, it is no wonder that the world has experienced so much trouble, tragedy, and bloodshed throughout history. Subhead Religious Deception The Bible shows that there are ultimately just two ways of life, God's way of truth and right, and Satan's path of error and wrong. The book of Genesis reveals that Satan deceived the first human beings into choosing his lies and rejecting God's way, a choice that seemed appealing but led to big problems. Genesis chapter 3, Proverbs 14, verse 12. When God revealed himself to the Egyptians through Moses, Egypt's religious leaders soon realized that their false gods were powerless before the true God. Exodus chapter 8, verse 19. In the book of Isaiah, the God of the Bible scoffs at the inanimate, man-made idols worshipped by pagan nations. See Isaiah chapter 44, verses 9 through 11, and chapter 46, verses 5 through 11. And scripture records that the Babylonian king Nebuchadnezzar came to recognize the real God and acknowledged him as such. Daniel chapter 4, verses 34 to 37. In the first century A.D., the Apostle Paul noted that the idol-worshipping Greeks of Athens even had an altar to the unknown God. Quote unquote. So Paul told them who this God really was. Acts chapter 17, verses 16 through 34. Paul decried misguided pagan teachers who suppressed the truth in unrighteousness, and he asserted that even as they did not like to retain God in their knowledge, God gave them over to a debased mind. Romans chapter 1, verses 18 through 32. The book of Revelation describes a woman, symbolic of a church, who is dressed in scarlet and deceives the world with her false doctrines. This great false church will support a coming beast power in Europe and is linked symbolically to the seven hills of Rome, as well as to ancient Babylon, the fount of our world's evil political and religious systems. Revelation chapter 17, verses 1 through 9. Scripture shows that Satan will empower both the beast and a church that has spread false religious ideas. See Revelation chapter 13 and 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, verses 9 and 10. Indeed, the Bible reveals that Satan, the god of this age, quote-unquote, is the author of all the misguided, contentious, false religions around us. Subhead, Counterfeit Christianities 
Both the Bible and secular history reveal that Christianity, quote-unquote, has not escaped Satan's deceptive efforts. The New Testament warns repeatedly of false teachers who, while claiming to be ministers of Jesus Christ, deceive many into following corrupted versions of Christianity. Matthew chapter 7, verses 15 through 20, chapter 24, verses 3 through 5, 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, 2 Timothy chapter 3, 2 Timothy chapter 4, 2 Peter chapter 2, verses 1 through 3. The Apostle Paul describes misguided ministers who, while claiming to be Christians, actually serve Satan when they preach about another Jesus and another gospel, contrary to what is found in Scripture, 2 Corinthians chapter 11, verses 3 and 4, and verses 13 through 15. Jesus, the Apostles, and the early church never participated in weekly Sunday worship. They observed the biblical seventh-day Sabbath as they had been taught. See Luke chapter 14, verse 16, Acts chapter 13, verses 13 and 14, and verses 42 to 44, and chapter 16, verse 13, and chapter 17, verses 1 and 2. Yet today, most who call themselves Christians, quote-unquote, worship on Sunday, a day of worship codified centuries after the apostolic era by Roman Emperor Constantine at the Council of Laodicea. Religious leaders around Constantine's era also began to enforce their teaching that Jesus' birth was to be observed on December 25th, a day on which pagans celebrated the rebirth of the sun, though scripture shows that Jesus was actually born in the milder temperatures of autumn, when shepherds could stay out at night, tending to their flocks. Luke chapter 2, verse 8. False leaders reasoned that Christianizing, quote-unquote, formerly pagan holidays would make it easier to win pagan converts, even though Scripture tells God's people not to adopt the customs of other religions. Deuteronomy chapter 12, verse 30. Historian Will Durant wrote plainly, quote, Christianity did not destroy paganism. It adopted it. Christianity was the last great creation of the ancient pagan world. End quote. From the book Caesar and Christ, page 595. Religious researchers Frank Viola and George Barna have observed that many quote-unquote Christian practices quote, did not come from Jesus Christ, the apostles, or the scriptures. Strikingly, much of what we do for church was lifted directly out of pagan culture in the post-apostolic period. End quote. From the book Pagan Christianity, page 6. These are facts of history, yet most today do not realize how much Christian practice reflects centuries of religious corruption. Considering Satan's influence, we can understand why there are so many different varieties of Christianity, quote-unquote. Jesus, however, said, I will build my church, not churches. Matthew chapter 16, verse 18. Later, Paul urged Christians that there be no divisions among you, but that you be perfectly joined together in the same mind and in the same judgment. 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 10. Our world has seen a wide variety of governments, philosophies, and economic theories rise and fall. Monarchies, despots, and dictatorships have emerged and disappeared. Around 350 BC, the Greek philosopher Plato observed a repeating cycle in the structure of nations' governments, from monarchy to aristocracy, to democracy, to anarchy, to dictatorship, and repeat, because the failings of each led to the next, and none could last too long unchallenged in human hands. From the book The Lessons of History, by Will and Ariel Durant, page 75. Democracies and republics have appeared and disappeared quickly on the world stage. Philosophies of Stoicism, Rationalism, Humanism and agnosticism have had their day and failed to provide lasting answers to the deep questions of life. 
Human theories of communism, socialism, and capitalism have all failed to achieve the golden ages they once promised. These systems have failed because human beings have not understood that unless the Lord builds the house, they labor in vain who build it. Psalm 127, verse 1. Unless plans and ideas are built on the solid rock of God's word, the Bible, they will fail. Matthew chapter 7, verses 24 through 29. Subhead. Darkness before dawn. Scripture long ago foretold that world conditions will continue to deteriorate until Christ returns. See 2 Timothy chapter 3, verses 1-5. through 5. Jesus revealed that human activity will eventually bring this deceived world to the brink of annihilation, and that unless those days were shortened, no flesh would be saved. But for the elect's sake, those days will be shortened. Matthew chapter 24, verse 22. Scripture reveals that Christ will return to the earth as Prince of Peace, to establish a worldwide government from Jerusalem that will bring joy, harmony, and prosperity to all mankind. Isaiah chapter 2, verses 2 through 4, and chapter 9, verses 6 and 7. He will establish one religion on earth, pointing all people to the one true God and his way of life. Isaiah chapter 30, verses 20 and 21. Zechariah chapter 14, verses 16 through 20. Finally, at that time, the one who deceives the whole world that is, Satan the devil, will be banished from the face of the earth. Revelation chapter 20, verses 1 and 2. And we will see the dawn of a new age, the kingdom of God. End of article.